Okay, hi and welcome back to the best thing you watched this week with Chris from Movies and Munchies, myself Ruben from the Ruby Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have a lot to cover. Got the best things that we watched and then an audio exclusive content. We have a review that I'm excited to talk with Chris about. This is a, it's a doozy. In our Patreon, we're going to be talking about a certain TV series if you're on that tier. However, if you're a part of just whatever Patreon, you're going to be seeing a conversation that we had with a member there that had a question for us about IMDb's t bottom 250, which we <laughs> took our five top five on that. So it was a, it's a pretty long one, but it's a really entertaining, quite fun one. So that'll be up when you're watching this. <laughs> I'm just going to die. You, you all right there <laughs> <laughs> and talking about patreon i just wanted to say thank you very much to chris retzlaff another digital citizen fortuna luzzy jamie sage hoffman jack and david carino all of those that have been a part of our patreon uh it really helps build a community there and helps us offset yes. any cost that we want to so we have a cornucopia of videos on there starting at just one pound uh which is awesome i think uh but i'm biased so <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. That's okay. And speaking of cornucopia of things, coming mm. very soon to the yes. Patreon mm -hmm. is a um, a drinking challenge, a mm -hmm. drinking game. Ruben and I are going to be watching. Yeah, and it is not soda. We are going to be <laughs> watching a movie. It's a short, but that's okay. I mean, it's it's thirty minutes, so it's yeah, it's, it's plenty long. And it's, it's still half it, now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we're hoping we will not die, so we will be taking <laughs> shots as things occur and you get to watch us watch that but we'll also be playing it on the screen so you get to watch the movie along with us you can even play that game with us if you want yes. so that'll be available to everybody on the patreon whichever level on you're on there so we we're looking forward to that <laughs> kind of because that's morning <laughs> drinking for me it's afternoon drinking for ruben so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be a good one yeah it is so thank you so much for joining us do subscribe if you haven't yet on either one of our channels but specifically also and on or the audio uh, segment like if you can just rate or comment do something with that it really does help push us up in the, those lists that are everywhere and yes. actually you won't miss anything because our audio has a lot of extra content that you won't see just in the video segment uh but we have a lot of fun in the video segment as well which starts with our weekly video quiz, uh, which I'll hand over to Chris. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we are completely unscripted. Um, <laughs> really? You couldn't tell. What? No. <laughs> All right. Um, we had two winners last week. This is Whoa. spectacular. Tara Briscoe and PGH Boost Shop. I don't nice. know what that means, but that's awesome <laughs> name. Uh, congratulations to both of you. That's awesome for getting it all correct. Um, the answers, Little Giants, Rookie of the Year, and The Sandlot. Mm. And so these were, you know, kids, sports movies. Yeah, um, the, I, this wasn't my th theme. I wasn't getting these. <laughs> no. Oh, I do, have you seen those movies, though? I think I've seen half of Sandlot. Uh, okay. The rookie of the year, maybe. Oh, it's 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 so good. I mean, it, it's stupid, but it's so good. And then and then a uh, little giants. You haven't seen? 
Uh, Rick Moranis, Ed O'Neill. Yeah, I've seen some of it. Yeah, it wasn't ever something that stood out. It wasn't anything like in the zeitgeist where I was when it came out. It's not. Well, I know it's American football. Yeah. So yeah, but oh, I love American football. Yeah. Oh, yay sports! Um, (laughs) But it, it, the story, the heart of the story, and Mm. and the message and the theme within there, so good. So it, it like it, it transcends the um, the sports. You know, I have the sports two is really just favorite that. American football films. I wouldn't um, really call Jerry Maguire uh, American football. It's more just about him because yeah. he he looks after a number of people in different <laughs> mm-hmm. sports. But I would say any given Sunday is incredible. Okay, um, and remember the Titans. The Titans, yeah, uh-huh. with Denzel. What ab- I like the Blind Side as well, but um, okay, yeah. What about Rudy? Mm, it's old it's aged oh you're killing me <laughs> um what about invincible mm, forgot about that one that's good that's a good one we are marshall mm, i'll tell you what though i really like the one from adam sandler which is okay the longest yard oh Waterboy. uh Waterboy is good but i think it's the longest yard he 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 <gasps> oh. looks after uh, like prison guys and he's got to shape them yeah. in, into a team that's pretty good yeah yeah, there's, yeah, that there's was so a remake too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, th- surprising when you think about uh, how many they actually are of the American football. Well, so not, I guess, not surprising considering how big it is. It's like football in the in the UK. You know, it's, it's well, Americans like to think so. Well, yes, it is a religion, but Americans like to think it's it's much bigger than it is. I mean, <laughs> you look at any any regular uh, football outside of the United States, and it's staggering. Sorry, what did you call it in, in the United uh, Sorry, the U.S., you call it soccer, right? We call it soccer in the U.S., yes. Yeah, because we used to yes. call it soccer in uh, South Africa as well. So. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, are you ready for uh, for this week's? Okay. Let's do it. All right. Number one. Well, I've read through the handbook for the recently deceased. It says live people ignore the strange and unusual. I myself am strange and unusual. Got it. Cool. Cool. I have to work around here. And unfortunately, Troy, you are a master at the art of time suckage. (laughs) Just think of community of Troy and Abed. (laughs) different Troy Um, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) all right and number three what is your damage Heather yeah it's great what's your damage yeah (laughs) good one yeah nice okay uh, a definite theme there Mm. Um, you know so let us know in the comments Um, if you if you can get that we'll give you a shout out next time but now Ruben do you have a question for us It's a dark dark question. Oh, okay. With the current state of the world that we're in, do you think Earth will survive another 10 years? 10 years? Um, If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. (laughs) I mean, you hope, but realistically... I I th- um, I think so. Um, I I there's a lot of posturing that goes on, and there's a lot of unstable individuals with a with lot of power. control and power. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 
I'm choosing to believe, though, that sane will win over the insane. Mm. Um, now, normally, I'm much more of a cynical person. Yeah, like, I'm surprised. You know, yeah, I thought this would be right up your street. You'd be like, yeah, and this dude says something bad about that dude, and now we're in World War Three. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, and I, like, I can see that happening, mm. but I... I'm hoping, I'm hopeful, I want to believe that people will be hesitant. So what about global warming? I presume you believe global warming is a real thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Climate change is definitely a thing. Okay, Absolutely. Cool. So we started at, at scientific base level. Cool. Uh, we've crossed over the threshold red line where they gave us a, a warning where they said we needed to take the, the the gases we needed mm. to change things we had a point like one point to get it under but now the predictive things are just way past like there's no mm. way coming back so my theory is if the permafrost melts in russia the that's like the oldest permafrost we have with the things that we don't know what it will do to us and there's such biological contaminants in there and mm. all the like the movies predict and movies are often predict truth it, which is airy yeah because a lot of these people use these as like instruction booklets rather than warnings and <laughs> yeah let's we don't follow that we we don't yeah, want that you, it's a cautionary tale <laughs> did not, you watch not, the they're thing? not saying do this they're saying don't do this <laughs> yeah uh and so we could like on one hand we could because of what we've done to earth we could get who knows what sort of biological contaminant and then while everybody is trying to s survive another covid that's way worse uh somebody like china gets upset because of somebody else interfering with their i guess their their bottom dollar their bottom currency someone else gets sanctions russia finally says yeah no we weren't joking on our throats we're gonna do that and america retaliates and then all the allies have to go oh, okay i guess we've got to because we're allied with them. That's it. <laughs> we're done. Wow. Well, that was a happy, happy question. Thank <laughs> you for that on this on this morning or afternoon or evening. Let Where us know are in you the comments. To be listening. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to know if there's anybody that actually, if you don't want anybody to know this uh, about you, then don't answer obviously. But is there anybody that's actually built some sort of bunker? Because I know so many people that are actually, like, put mm -hmm. a lot of stock into those now. Yeah, I'm going to stack mine with Twinkies. <laughs> me too. I don't know how, how long I would want to live in a post-apocalyptic world. Just take me out in the first wave, make it quick, I'll be, I'm good. Yeah, well, if, if, if post-apocalypse is like the road. Mm. Mm -mm. Nope, nope. I'm, I'm However, if it's actually zombies, sign me up. I reckon I could have a lot of fun with zombies. I need to get a gun first. <laughs> Crossbows, guns, swords, flamethrowers. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to stock up on <laughs> weapons. I mean, everything I have is fake. We need so to do some it, survival um, courses, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I need to... Um, 
what is that cardio i need to do cardio <laughs> zombie kill of the week <laughs> yeah exactly i'm gonna oh my gosh. <laughs> i'm gonna have to brush up a little bit there because i'm i'm out of shape well no i'm not out of shape i am a shape you I'm just are round. a shape it's a great yes. round shape yeah yeah round is a shape but Round's that's a not the shape, shape i want to be <laughs> i want to be more cylindrical <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've taken off, taken us on a tangent. Uh, sorry if you've just tuned in and you're like, "What?" I thought this was about <laughs> the best thing. We, why are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> we're going to get into that now. The best thing we watched. Welcome. Hello. Um, I'm going to start because I think I have more than you this week. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm, uh, this one will be a quick one. We've literally just gotten this on Sky, uh, mm. but it came out in January on Peacock. Okay. Uh, it's called Poker Face. I've seen the first oh. two episodes, and it's incredible. Uh, mostly because it's Ryan Johnson who's the creator and the writer, and you've got Natasha Leone who is one of the, or sort of one of the, she is the main protagonist, and I mm-hmm. love Natasha Leone. I think she's a phenomenal actress. She has such an interesting demeanor and presence on screen, so different to the normal. Her voice mm-hmm. helps. It's really gruff and deep. So she has an ability which is she can tell if you're lying no matter what it is it's not about like tells she just knows she knows if you're lying she can't like it's not magic Uh, the only certain things she can do she can tell if you whatever you're saying if it's a lie and so she gets banned uh, (laughs) from playing in any any um, casino because they pick up that she's like she's literally blacklisted she ends up working as a cocktail waitress in one of the casinos because you know, and she's fine she's happy with that until she's offered a, a a job by adrian brody who's taken off over his father's casino trying to live up to the, the father's name um and so he says look we're gonna fleece one of our big fishes our whale uh and the, the way you can do that is by helping us figure out when he's lying on his private poker game because he's cheating from us things go wrong and it basically ends up with her on the run, solving the case of the week and the episode of the week. Uh, the way each episode starts is like the murder of the episode. They spend a good amount of time on characters. They introduce like characters that acting is phenomenal from everybody. And it's filmed like I feel like I'm watching a film. It yeah. reminds me of Fargo. Um, mm. like that sort of intense atmosphere. But then you have the, that little bit of quirkiness that, yeah. that comes from actors like Natasha Lerne, but also Ryan Johnson's dialogue, you, you know, Knives Out, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but in a TV series. Like, I haven't, we, we haven't watched the whole lot, but we are riveted. Like, we're just like, damn, this is really good. And we just weren't expecting it to be at the level because we've watched so much TV series at the moment and stuff that we've gone back to, like just, we can't choose what to watch because there's so much and we don't want it to mm-hmm. be bad. So you go back to a comfort food, right? Sure. What you know. Yep. So we st- we stuck stuck this on going, okay, well, let's give it a go. We like Natasha and uh, Ryan Johnson. So, you know, it, it, who knows? And then we were just like, oh, it's one o'clock in the morning. We really have to go to bed. But I really want to watch more. And it left us hanging mm. going, we want to see the next rather than, I guess, you know, you, you, I guess this is good. <laughs> it's really fun. I I have watched the first couple of episodes also. Oh, so you, you're with us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it is. I'm like, and the only reason I haven't continued is just out of busyness, not, mm. you know, not out of not wanting to watch it because I did. You're right. It's riveting. It's mm. so great. And she is so good in the role. So good. And yeah, the writing is quick and it's witty. And I mean, even the editing, I mean, it just puts it together and keeps this really good, um, 
moving pace so that you feel this boom, 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 this energy going, but it doesn't feel like it it's, it's amazing how much they pack in to mm. an episode and it doesn't feel rushed and it doesn't right. feel like overly stuffed. I mean, you get all the information that you need and it, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed with it. Yeah. It's coming. Uh, it's got a second season coming. Really? Amazing, yeah. I think. Yeah. Is that good news? Is, maybe it's like there's an arc and she finds herself involved with something else. Because I imagine it's the her ability that they can use as the part of the storyline. Yeah. Because I yeah, wouldn't I, want them to drag it out forever. No. Uh-uh. Yeah. You'd have to, you have to make a, a, a pivot at some point, yeah. I would think, because you can't be like on the run forever. Uh-huh. Right. That doesn't just, work. Yeah. 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 Cool. I'm nice. glad you got to see it. Thanks. Yeah. So, so what's on your list? Um, this was a movie. Um, I missed it Sundance because they didn't do it digitally. They only did it in in-person screening. And then it, it was only in the theaters around me for like two weeks, okay. which was crazy. And so I didn't get a chance to see it there. Um, but then it was on, um, like on demand. Mm. Um, and it's called polite society. Mm, man, and I'm that I've missed this one. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's so good the um you have these two sisters um a younger one and a, a slightly older one i mean they're not twins so there you go um the older one is uh she's kind of a struggling artist um she meets a, a this guy um who proposes and they're gonna get married well her younger sister is all about being a stunt woman I mean, she is quirky. She's weird. She is uh, very determined, though. And she she sees what's happening to her sister and feels that her sister's life could be in danger. Mm-hmm. And so how, how we frame it is, or how the movie is framed is always from her perspective. Okay. So from the younger sister's perspective. And because she wants to be a stunt woman... Everything appears to be a little over-exaggerated, a little intense, kind of like an action movie. And so you never quite are able to tell, is this really going on or is this a scenario that's playing out within her head that's been augmented? You know, like we're, you're seeing a conversation or an argument, but Mm -hmm. in in what we see is actually a fist fight. So it, it does answer that towards mm-hmm. the end i mean okay. you, you you understand where, where is reality and stuff but the sister the younger sister ria she um she enlists the help of her friends because she figures the only she can't convince her her older sister to not marry this dude who she feels is bad and, and the family is bad news mm-hmm. um so the she makes a plan to kidnap the sister from her <laughs> wedding okay the um the dialogue is witty i mean it's it's british so it's it's outstanding but it's also um there's a there's a big indian influence within there also because I thought the family it was indian, is indian so it's it's spoken it, in english it's spoken in english yeah okay yeah and it's um you you just have characters that come in i mean there's an antagonist who is big and bad and just overbearing and great presence on the screen because mm. she she just delivers this you know and and but also can come across to everybody else as very proper and prim. Yeah. um the the action is a lot of fun uh they do 
there are quick cuts at points, mm. but there's also where you get to see the fight choreography, you know, and the camera will do some of those weird moves where it follows the body. So as they, as they flip over or something, the camera turns so that our perspective, yeah, goes weird. And so it's, um, I mean, the movie is, is funny. Comedy works. The action works. Um, the dynamic between the two sisters is outstanding. Um, you'll recognize the older sister because she was in season two, at least season two. I didn't see season three, but of uh, Umbrella Academy. Oh, really? Um, she was uh, the dude who um, who's good at the knives. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, his that the girl that pairs oh, okay. up with him in yeah. season two. I know, I know who you mean. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so it, this is um, a monster size surprise for me like i thought oh this might be cute might be fun mm. you know but i was like wow i will rewatch this a bunch okay because you know, especially because ria is she's she's the the main character in this and the one that we see from her perspective but mm. she's not always perfect that's the thing that we we get to watch so much of her trying to do moves and failing which makes it relatable at some mm. point you know what i mean like she builds herself up as able to do this in her head and then when she gets to execution it's like oh well that fell short <laughs> <laughs> makes it just yeah just a lot of fun so. naida manzushi i don't know that she's done many other like directed much else she directed a couple mm. of um episodes of doctor who uh which oh, is really with the the, oh, the joda foster doctor who so yeah oh nice Right on. Yeah. So this one, I mean, definitely put it on your list to check yeah. out at some point. Yeah, this is for sure going on my list. I like the look of the trailer. I saw a couple of people like really hating on it. And it's like, I can't see it being anything what you've said. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, hmm. yeah. Okay. Um, so in the UK, we finally got Sisu. <laughs> <laughs> and a man alive. The, uh, unexpected is is a word um i in my review i did i did a review on another um channel with john that we've had a guest oh, on yeah. here before on his podcast and basically i said if you what's a similar film to dante's peak dante's peak um volcano yeah exactly what's a similar mm -hmm. film to armageddon uh deep impact yeah, you see, you're getting them. So, yeah. <laughs> what's a similar film to Sisu? Um, well, I mean, somewhat John Wick. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Uh, Blood and Gold that just came out on Netflix. Oh, yes, absolutely. That <laughs> like, is yes. seriously what the hell? Nazis, gold, uh, yep. and and mm -hmm. protagonist trying to get somewhere. Anyway, yep. I like Sisu more than Blood and Gold. I enjoy Blood mm -hmm. and Gold, but Sisu has an aesthetic feeling. A, a there's a there's a prettiness that's gritty about the cinematography and then in contrast you have this gore that just comes up which i think is different to john wick and i also i would say don't go in expecting john wick it's not hand-to-hand -hand, close combat you know switch fighting mm -hmm. there is some close combat fighting but it's using these weird old weapons from axes knives uh, landmines and <coughs> uh <laughs> and and explody things <laughs> um, yeah. But once you find and understand what Sisu means, if you look at the definition of the word Sisu, which actually is coming up in the film itself, mm -hmm. um, 
just about basically the English would translate that as guts which means you never give up no matter what you're going through you are so determined you're the type of guy in an anime where the bad guy goes why don't you just stay down I keep beating him. you know I don't believe this he's getting up again <laughs> his power must be over 9,000 it's that <laughs> it's it's that sort of character one of the, the the protagonists that has the least amount of dialogue I've ever seen in a, in a feature film <laughs> he mostly yep. just grunts and breaks bones um but it's that sisu thread and theme that you really get through like the whole film like you're just like flipping it that i'd be dead at the beginning man like oh yeah like it starts off with him experiencing one thing and i'm like yeah no that's me dead like i don't i don't i don't have that sisu <laughs> 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 um but it was thoroughly entertaining very different nice to see something one thing I wasn't expecting was it that it was in English. I really thought this was a world cinema th film. And mm -hmm. I went in and it was just like, what? There were some subtitles, but 90% yeah. of the film is English. But with actors that are obviously culture specific. So it makes the, the their acting in English rather than it being dubbed. And it works. Yeah. D did you see this in the theater? Was, yeah. Was it packed? No. Oh. Because when when we got to see a press screening, it was like filled with press. And the part of the enjoyment of this is because of all of the audible gasps and squirms and, you know, the whole reaction simultaneously going on with the audience. When you see things like when the, the rebar in, mm. and the leg, you know, or. Oh, the, um, man, there's so many moments that I was going. <sighs> Dude, without giving spoilers, I mean the the river scene or the lake scene. Oh yeah. Have you ever seen anything like that before? I've never seen anything like that. Yeah. I mean, for the creativity <laughs> and the disgusting. There's a lot of was... creativity actually. Um, I think about the cow. There's there's moments uh, <sighs> in this film. Yeah, I, yeah. While you were talking, I was just looking at our local view cinema to seeing like how much is booked in it. All the screenings are very, very minimal booked seats. I won. I wonder if that's because it's already out on digital here in the U.S. And so it's, a lot of people have seen it already. So, yeah, uh, that's, and they've taken too long, which is unfortunate because it is one that you'll really enjoy on a massive screen. Yeah. exactly yeah i mean it's it the story is simple um you know it's i'm not sure it's a like an utterly touching memorable story like mm -hmm. that but it's one of these that is absolutely fun to watch and you're horrified in a very entertaining way <laughs> throughout yeah. the entire I mean, thing i don't even know if he's a good guy i just know that we're rooting for him yeah that's it yeah 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 well because he was you know he's the guy who just wanted to be left alone yeah exactly he was and yeah i was what, definitely rooting for him <laughs> what what did you think about the um as it gets towards the end with the plane with oh my gosh <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i wasn't expecting that <laughs> that's where that's where i kind of went okay we're just gonna go with this now and <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fact that he could. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. But there was, there was a lot of times where I just said, but you're dead. How are you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you're dead. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yeah. 
Oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad you got to see it. I'm glad you had fun with it. That's outstanding. It's really good. I could do with more. Did you know, and I've been trying to get you to watch this film for a while, the same director uh, directed Rare Exports and that Christmas Yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched that. We watched that Christmas Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) I've been trying to get you to watch it and I've forgotten that you've watched it. Brilliant. Uh, And the actor's in it. Is he Santa? I think so. Oh, which explains a lot. Uh, which explains a lot about the presence that he yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. That's oh my gosh, that's so funny. That's <laughs> yeah. good. I'll. I'll oh, go back I'm gonna have show. to. Yeah, we'll have to rewatch it too with that uh, with that mindset. That would be funny. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm I'm seriously mm. getting old if I can't remember that we've seen that. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, we we've we to be fair, we've seen. A bunch of stuff. I see so much every week, and it's, my brain is full. Yeah. Well, and and like we'll discuss in the audio on the movie that we're that we both watched. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I'd seen it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Um, oh, okay. Good to move on. Yeah, absolutely. So, what's next on your list then? Uh, this was one that um, somebody on Twitter told us that we should watch and um i had i had seen it when i was going through uh prime at least for me like i mean there's other on-demand channels that you can go through but i just i happened to see this on prime Mm. um when i was looking for something else and so i decided to check this out on friday night uh thursday night whatever it doesn't really matter it's um it's a movie i guess it came out in 2022 um, and really, I'd never heard of it before. It's called The Artifice Girl. Oh, yeah. It's and the, it's, the... Um, it's I, let me read the description really quick because I'm not sure I want to. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, a team of special agents discovers a revolutionary new computer program to bait and trap online predators. And after teaming up with the program's uh, developer, they soon find that the AI is rapidly advancing beyond its original purpose. Mm. Sort of, yeah. The <clears throat> this is told in three acts, um, and it's I like like even deliberately. I mean, it comes up one, two, three, mm. you know, and gives you like a little subtitle type of thing of 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 what this this segment is. Um, it's not a long movie; it's only an hour and a half. Um, it it's sci fi, but only in concept. not not in really in what we see there's one moment that that is that leans towards that a little bit but it's it's so grounded that it's like whatever um it's a it's like a stage play because each of the each of the three chapters are in contained areas like single setting Mm. there's a flashback sequence at one point so we we're taken out of the of these three locations but um but that's minimal yeah um and it's just reinforcing and so it, it could be like it's happening during a narration so it's mm. really just somebody remembering something anyway but um because that's a flashback uh, but <laughs> anyway um the dialogue in this is rapid fire it is so quick and so smart and um the character's almost interrupt each other and don't finish all of their thoughts sometimes and so it comes across very real Mm. and especially with how it begins it starts off with a an interview 
and the interview is very charged just emotionally and yeah emotionally charged and they're they're talking over each other interrupting the whole thing um and you you begin to get a sense of what's happening before they tell you before they they land on it Mm. um and then once it does then the story shifts gears and moves forward in time and then you get to see you know um we don't see what happened in the interim but because of the dialogue we instantly know what happened in the interim um it is the the guy who directed it also wrote it and also stars in it which sometimes worries me because you you lose a little bit of a objectivity sometimes there <laughs> um he's excellent in it though i mean he's he's really great but then there's there's a few other people in this just, they uh gareth yes so that's yes. the director so that's the well yeah franklin rich hmm. is um is the director the writer and the star <laughs> um lance Henriksen plays an older gareth yeah at love, one point love lance yeah he's great yeah yeah so it's good but the <clears throat> it's filmed in such a way that i mean it just it drew me in now I'm trying to actually i really enjoyed even the ending of it i wasn't sure i did at the at when it first ended i was just kind of like hmm Mm. do i like this but because of the progression that we see even though it's not um it's not obviously laid out you know Mm. i mean you're you're it's really dialogue driven so you're listening to this and you're hearing the conversations and the arguments that people raise and that then ties everything together and so it really becomes brilliant at the end i mean even the idea from the get-go is like wow that's cool but then there are these emotional um just gut punch moments that Mm. come in and um they don't leave you hanging i mean they they resolve themselves but satisfyingly so okay it's this is available on amazon in the uk to rent or buy okay yep that's that's how i did it that's yep. what you did okay cool yeah so yeah it is um if you like dialogue if you like dialogue driven um hmm. if movies, it's good i like dialogue yeah yeah, yeah yeah so and i mean so it's very much stage play um hmm. you know and yeah there you go give it a try nice i like those ones that people suggest for us and they end up actually being good oh my gosh because sometimes we get the most random ones and we'll watch it and be like what is this (laughs) (laughs) yes yes exactly oh goodness so what's the what's next on your list uh one that i had so much fun with watching uh there's Okay, so there's better stuff that I've watched in quality-wise, but for the one that I think I had the most fun and enjoyment out of watching, mm-hmm. it'd be this one, which makes it another reason why I'll have to keep my Disney Plus subscription for a while, I guess, because there's a lot on Disney Plus that's just nonsense and not good. But <laughs> American-born Chinese, is oh. a, a Jin Wang is an average teenager balancing high school and home life. When he meets a new foreign student on his first day of school, even more worlds collide as Jin 
is unwittingly entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods, it brings back two amazing actors uh, playing together. So we've got uh, Ki Hui Guan, 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 and Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> and obviously we've just seen them together in like one of the best films ever, um, which won all the awards. I'm trying to think of how many awards it won. Uh, uh, 11? Like, Yes, something like that. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Anyway, Mm -hmm. yeah, so it was wonderful to see them on on screen together. But what I loved about this series is, my goodness, it's it's quite short episodes. I think the first one's about Mm. uh, 40 minutes, and then it's like 30 minutes for the eight episodes. I reviewed the, I'd watched the first half, and I reviewed that. And then I went back, like I said in in my review, I said, I can't wait to go and watch the rest. I just wanted to let people know. So I did. Yeah. And then it was just, it was like really late at night, but I, I didn't care. I was just having so much fun watching this. Okay, so there's two things that work in this. It's the story. You really care about the, the, the kids. And what's great about it is that you feel like they're kids. They're um, um, written like kids. Not written like they're speaking like the characters from Dawson's Creek. It feels like very now, real life, but also reacting like they would to parents or um, mm. their friends we have this this young kid who is just trying to find his way in life he wants to be the popular kid he's not really popular and then you have this other guy that suddenly comes out and he gets lumped with because they both happen to be chinese oh please sh- uh, like let him shadow you and this other guy is so flamboyant and loud and is so confident the opposite mm. of what our main protagonist is he's got to learn to to be all that and so he finds this other guy really intimidating of course we have our triangle like but the our main protagonist uh, loves this young girl who's beautiful but is out of his reach and then you have the jocks that are like you know you have the bullying thing there's a mm-hmm. very big culture thing though which i think they it doesn't feel preachy but it feels right so um i really struggle with his name one uh key how do you pronounce Kiko. his name Kiko. Kiko. i used to be able to pronounce it properly data <laughs> um Data, yeah, Ki Hui Kwan. He cool. he plays Freddie Wong. Okay. Um, and so most of the time when we see him, is in I don't know if you remember the way Chinese people used to be depicted as the the oh. comedic release. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that you'll have like the majority of a white cast, and then there'll be this person that's of foreign nature, uh, well, to the American audience, um, and they'll be the comedic relief the fool right the fool yeah. yeah yeah i mean if you go further back they're always like they're big teeth and stuff thankfully they yeah, didn't do exactly. that here yeah, just offensive um, yes yeah and and so so now that we've come out of that you see that and it's so like ridiculous but he plays this like they watch a, a tv series that's popular in their world that he is part of and so we see him in that but we also mm. see him as an actor outside of that and um like a reunion from that tv show we get to see him talk about uh what that meant and what that means now and how he was grateful for the opportunity but that wasn't right and then so that deals with that issue of culture mixing with culture and the way people treat each other without being Mm. preachy so there's this thread that i think was written in there very nicely and then we get the martial arts and my word is it good um it's the story of the monkey king well the monkey king's son okay there's a war in heaven on their planet 
um, in their world. And so the Monkey King's son has a dream and he comes to Earth because he wants to find the fourth scroll, which can help them end the war. Uh, and so he assumes the personality of a young kid. He doesn't quite look like that. He looks more monkeyish. Um, the father is played by Daniel Wu, who is the Monkey King. And if you know anything uh, about Daniel Wu, he's a phenomenal martial artist. He's been in things like Westworld, uh, Into the Badlands, which is incredible, Tomb Raider, just a lot of, I guess, stuff that you he's been so believable in the role that you just immediately feel comfortable when they're doing martial arts. Of course, we have Michelle Yeoh. They do a lot of wire work, which doesn't feel out of place in this like anti-gravity magic stuff because we're dealing with the monkey king so they incorporate mm -hmm. the martial arts where they're running because it's like holding a school a lot of the time like they're running on the side this the kids lockers you know you know they're like they, oh, how they're sick. running walls and yeah. stuff. yeah and then they incorporate the hand-to-hand the -hand combat they're using modern day stuff but like old school wire work which was so much fun episode six has some of the best martial arts i've seen in a long time i was just blown away but they also get really creative there's a flashback whole episode to give us an understanding of why the dad doesn't want to release his son to go and be who he wants to be because of what has happened in the dad's past so we have a whole episode basically in in heaven and and it feels very differently aesthetically brave to do uh that I'm very brave for, I think, a Disney kid story that has a mature theme to it. Yeah. I was just, I was like, this is really good. I, I'm surprised that not more people are, are, aren't talking about it. It just feels like it suddenly all came out. They dropped all the episodes. It's got Mich Michelle Yeoh, yeah, one of the hottest actresses at the moment. I don't mean by beauty. I mean, she is beautiful, but just like as an A-lister, mm -hmm. um, both of them. I'm so surprised that more people aren't talking about this. It seems to have fallen by the wayside. That, yeah, and I wonder if that's just an unfortunate happenstance with uh, with Disney. Yeah, you know it's I possible mean? because they're getting rid of so much of their own originals because they can't afford to keep them. Mm -hmm. mm. This looks cool. I'm going to have to, yeah, I've been wanting to see it. I just hadn't had the opportunity yet, but you have me excited. It's really um, fun, yeah. Like, I didn't realize there was the other, um, like, the fantastical part. Yeah that goes into there yeah. you know and then mixed with i figured there was going to be some martial arts yeah but not to the degree like um that we saw in shang chi or even like crouching tiger hidden dragon oh uh, yeah something like that yeah yeah oh. i was i was surprised that and it's nice to see that sort of wire work in modern times so you, you also get to see like some stuff in their own world but like in our world that's what we've wanted for ages like bring all that fantasy because we oh, want yeah. to imagine that we could have that you know in our world which which is great there's a lot of drama in there as well but okay. the teen angst drama feels right. It feels real. Oh, okay. Yeah. It and is that probably because of how they're written? So that yeah. they're written to be 100%. like kids, so it feels good. Yeah. And that's uh, another still for you to keep. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. Did your, did your, um, your, your camera die there for a second? Oh my gosh, that's, we're just going to sit here and enjoy, oh, we're going to enjoy that for a bit. Ruben's pensive look as he just, he contemplates life with pursed lips and, oh, that's outstanding. So, up oh, and we're back and there is Ruben, okay. has no <laughs> idea what we've been talking about, which is even better. <laughs> no. So nobody tell him what we were talking about. Damn it. Um, 
<laughs> no, dude, that's so cool. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out. Is it um, are any parts of it in um, like in Chinese? Also, there's a lot, is it there's all a lot of subtitles English? you have to read. Nice. Yeah, it's not all in English. Yeah, Good. it's a mixture of both. Okay, yeah. So I was just all quality acting production martial arts at nice. all was just good i was like huh who would have it i expected because oh. disney is almost there's stuff on there now when it comes out i expect a lower quality i don't have a, a high expectation of like this is great it feels like they've chucked it out it feels a bit rushed it's kind of like that oh, especially on their shows right yes yeah yeah cool i'm glad this was quality well That's even in movies like peter pan i'm just like oh okay Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I've i been watching a series. Uh, the penultimate episode aired this week. Hmm. I am so stoked for the season finale and gutted all at the same time because I do not want the show to end. Right. But this is Yellow Jacket. No, I started watching the season finale of that one and I'm like, oh gosh, okay. So I, <laughs> okay. Uh, but it was really late at night. And so I was like, I need to, <laughs> I need I to, need to revisit that. Yeah. Yeah. Ted Lasso. Oh, okay. Dude. Because so many people are hating on this third season. Like a lot of people say, this is terrible. Don't watch it. They need to just jog on. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, every episode is like an hour long. Oh, so good, first off, because <laughs> we, finally, a weekly show that, that gives me reason to do it. Mm. There's so much layered story within this. Um, as we've been going through this season, there have been introductions of arcs where I'm like, where are you going with this? Why are you Especially introducing knowing, this now? Yeah, knowing that, that it's, it's the ending, last season. Right? Yeah, it's ending, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, they have a storyline with Colin, one of the um, one of the footballers. Um, also with Keeley. I mean, not not together, but there's they're, they're stories parallel, kind of. Mm. And... Um, it feels like it's coming out of the blue. Mm. And then when that storyline reaches its climax within the larger story, mm. it's like, whoa, that was so powerful. That was so well done. The it like we're getting nuggets of greatness every week. Um so you can, I mean <laughs> We're watching growth in Ted. This last episode, um, Coach Beard says some things where you're like, and the the actor Brendan, um, I can't remember his last name. He because um, he's been he wrote some of the episodes also, but mm. um, he, God, Brendan Hunt. Um, these storylines are are devastating in a really great way um like you so much we're seeing so much character growth in all of these like we've like it's been building to this to this season and to this part and we know that they you know they they planned it for three seasons that mm. was it they were just were, yeah. were done um and I mean, Roy Kent, Brett Goldstein, who's also, you know, one of the writers. I mean, he's 
fudge. <laughs> you know, I mean, just <laughs> so great. But every bit of this, like, it, there's elements that make me laugh. There's elements that like bring tears to my eyes that hit you in the um, hitch in the heart, and the the way this episode, this latest episode, episode eleven ends, you know what's going to come. At least, at least it seems very um, predictable in one little aspect. Hmm. But there's so much more that was packed into this. I mean, we've you know we've watched Jamie, Jamie Tart have this monster size arc throughout yeah. which is just huge growth yeah. all the way i mean you watch the team come together that oh gosh i that's what, i think that's what i love about ted lasso you they're written in a way that when a character goes from you hate this character to a way that you love this character there's so many series that go one episode they've they're this character another episode they're this character this one you've really gone through that journey with them through all three seasons you feel like you've earned that story arc and that's part of the reason why i think we so love the series because we love almost every single one of those characters because they're so well defined because they've had three seasons of arcs that they've been building them up to and and written in such a way that is believable with their changes yeah well in like where where are you at in the show i'm halfway through yeah Okay, of this third season? Yeah. Okay. Um, Like, when season two ended, I was not enjoying Nate's arc. Mm. Like, it it felt natural within there. I just didn't want that for him. No, you didn't. No, because don't do this, Nate. Don't do this to us. Exactly. (laughs) Well, his story's not done. No. And that's what I love in this, that it, it... It's written so much that through so many of the characters there are redemption arcs like Mm. there's and this this last episode this latest episode really hits upon that i mean it it it, and it's not even um it's not preachy but it's not subtle either it it attacks it headlong on um on second chances on moving past something and you're like whoa so good you know and it's it it's in it's in multiple characters that we watch it play out also mm. so i have like it's so funny because i you know i'll watch an episode and go oh my gosh this has been the best one so far and then the next week comes and i'm like holy crap how did they top that i like i don't i don't understand the hate for this like this this season what are you 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 apparently are watching the wrong show or something like that <laughs> it's because a different show yeah yeah, because I mean, th- my wife was telling me she had read this article um, where Jason. I guess I've never seen really the Ted Lasso on the NBC Sports where he, where this character originated from. Right, yeah. and apparently he was like rude, over the top, just kind of like gruff and everything else. Mm. Um, and Jason Sudeikis had almost like based him on Donald Trump, <laughs> but then. When Donald Trump became president and that whole shit show, um, <laughs> he, he knew that he could not do that. He had to be polar opposite of that because that's not the character. I mean, he was making fun of it. 
Yeah. But then he, he when it became reality, he didn't want that to be um <laughs> to be associated. <laughs> and so he went the complete opposite way, which is so, why you have so much charm in this, so much positivity, so much uplifting and just loving on people. Um you know, Ted sees the best in absolutely everybody and the it shines through. I mean, I am I don't want the show to end, but I'm also thrilled that it's ending how they want it to mm. and at the at the time that they want it to, you know. So I would much rather me be left wanting more than wishing they had ended it two seasons earlier. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm – how long is it till it's finished? Uh, this next week is the last episode. Okay, I think I will take the day and – like watch the second half when it's aired mm. it's i'm gonna be sad it's gonna be bittersweet because it's so good yeah but then it's done and you're like but no more ted in my life what am i gonna do i need um, those biscuits we started uh before this season we we went back to start rewatching it nice. again and it like it's it, it's so i'm good. just like Oh yeah, it is, you know, and, and you pick up on things now mm. knowing it that, that I had missed before that were subtle or that were huge nods to what was going to come. It's just, I didn't know about it, you know? And, uh, so I think the rewatchability on this is pretty high. Well, that's good. I did wonder about whether it, it was still going to be as fun, uh, to watch. Um, <laughs> so Hannah Waddington, who plays Rebecca. Mm-hmm who's incredible in this yes. Ted keeps bringing her those biscuits uh, and which she just absolutely adores she was one of the hosts to the European um, uh, we just had it here in the UK I was telling you about it I think it was a couple of weeks ago Eurovision um, oh, yeah. oh really yeah she was one of the hosts she was incredible <laughs> That's um, cool. but uh, one of the persons that she was talking to gave her biscuits which was that's brilliant i was just like yeah <laughs> did she laugh she did was it just she loved it yeah she's great she is her character in like life she feel she seems like that flamboyant oh okay yeah. just <laughs> and, and, like, nice tough as well it's great yeah. Yeah. yeah oh rock on cool cool um okay i don't even know which one to do oh my gosh oh my gosh okay we'll go for something a little darker there's eight okay. episodes of a series that's now on disney plus in the uk that is part of the hot star uh, mm. but it's a hulu original originally uh, although i think hulu bought it from stars which is just all what? over the place yeah I, I, whatever it's called the clearing it okay. stars miranda otto uh, who you'll yeah, probably like. Guy Pierce, uh, Teresa Palmer, Errol Shand, you'll probably know if you've seen uh, Anna Lisa Phillips, Julia Savage. There is a, a cast here that you'll be like, damn, okay, this is good. So basically, it's based on a book. Um, a woman is forced in, to confront the nightmares of her past in order to stop a secret cult intent on gathering children to fill, fulfill their master plan. So these kids are all blonde, uh, but they need to keep mm. up their quotas. And one day a kid is kidnapped, uh, but doesn't have blonde hair. So they have to like induct her. Um, what's the word that you say when you're uh, teaching you against your will? 
Indoctrinate? Indoctrinate, thank you. So they have to indoctrinate this child. So basically, it it jumps from seeing our main protagonist in the future and it jumps back. Uh, We're not sure, like, whose past. We we just know it's the past. And then, uh, so you're, you're wondering, you're always on edge. You're wondering why they're showing us these two timelines and you see how weird and wacko job they are this cult uh they believe wholeheartedly in what they're doing is right but they're always trying Mm. to dodge cops and stuff because cops know something's not quite right you know it's like the master race because they're all blue blonde haired at least the kids are not necessarily all the (laughs) yeah exactly i've never understood that i've never like that's like hitler yeah anyway yeah Uh, exactly you don't even fit in your own master race what the (laughs) miranda otto plays like that the house mother she 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 Mm. is like in charge of the whole organization she plays agent she is creepy as heck and scary like her on-screen presence is just nasty guy pierce as well dr bryce latham i when he plays creepy man i just like i don't i want to look away he's like so yeah sleazy and and so perfect for (laughs) the 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 role i guess and then Teresa Palmer is basically our protagonist who we follow a lot of the time in the uk at least i don't know if you've seen any of the discovery of witches she was the protagonist in that for all three seasons and she did a fantastic job very well-loved trilogy of books she obviously likes doing the trilogy of books not only is this based on the book but it's also based on a real life cult that that's what inspired the book so when you're watching it you're like oh some of the stuff did happen it it is all about like these women in this cult the thing is it's gonna feel very slow when you're watching it because there's a it's a lot of dialogue there's a lot of stuff happening it looks great but you're trying to work things out there's always an air of tenseness though when you're watching it you're just creeps out the whole time i think that's partly down to the direction uh the look it's got that gray blue filter like it's like almost oh. sci-fi but not quite it's just eerie mm-hmm. uh, and then you have weird score music that's like melancholy so they're just doubling down on that that creepiness and then you see our main protagonist mind kind of unraveling as she's dealing with what has happened to her in the past by this cult at, at least we think and then what's happening in like in the present and so you're worried for anybody that's involved with them however there are a number of twists in here that i did not see coming it it threw me for i was like really but you how come (laughs) i was just not i was surprised so i don't want to say anything but like we've had so many of these series like the cult series where people get in and and we try and get them out and we're trying to suffer this one has a few twists on it that i wasn't i wasn't expecting which is unusual because normally like with the amount of content that we've seen you know we guess it and that's not to the yeah. de- detriment of the writing. It's just that we've seen so much. We, we, we know it. You, know. you yeah. see it coming from a mile away. So when something uh, surprises me, I'm like, ah. So this yeah. is good in a really like horrific, depressing way. <laughs> <laughs> How long are the episodes? Fairly long. About at least 45 minutes to 50 minutes Ooh. each. Yeah. So a good binge mm-hmm. then. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. I, it's, it's on Hulu in yeah. the US. Okay. So cool. And, and all episodes are out, right? I think so. Uh, okay. Let me check. I just had screeners. So I was... Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't... I, I didn't look to see if they had different... Because Hulu does... Oh, no. Oh, no. No, they're not. So they dropped the first three. No, they haven't. They dropped the first two. 
and then it's weekly oh. until episode eight. Oh, that sucks. Oh, uh, I'm okay. So let me ask. I would okay. wait. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. <laughs> this, it's too much of a, a story that you kind of want to watch together. Watching this week on week, I think, is a detriment to it. To be honest. Okay. So, um, watch the whole thing at once. So binge it all at once, or yeah, like, like maybe in two halves, or, or like okay. three three bits at a time, chunks at okay. a time. Yeah. yeah. Like even all two right. episodes at a time would be fine. Like they did you know releasing the first two if they did that every week i think it would work fine but mm, all right well it's set to um set to conclude on july 5th okay. so that lets you know how how long you mm. have so yeah okay i'm gonna wait then yeah. Yeah. to let a few more episodes come and then i'll then i'll watch it because it sounds it sounds awesome yeah it's it's so. definitely your sort of cup of tea i know Sweet. you like that sort of dark stuff yeah i do i mm -hmm. do cool yeah. Um, I, I don't have anything else. What else do you have? Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've watched I've watched half of this. So I don't know how it finishes, but I, I wanted to mention it because of late Seth Rogen stuff that I've seen, I haven't enjoyed. He did mm -hmm. like this comedy on Netflix, which wasn't great. This, however, has got Rose Byrne and Seth Rogen, and it it's it's about estranged best friends. They they they've not been around each other something happened in their life and they've not been each other for a long time she gets married rose Byrne, and seth uh married someone that she didn't agree with and so they come together when seth is basically having a divorce and it's like they pick up once after a, a an awkward kind of friend date after that they pick up and their banter back and forth is so real you just feel like mm. they are actually best friends it's from the, the creators of Neighbours. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. Not Neighbours, the soap, but the there was the comedy. Uh, oh, with, um, was yeah. Zac Efron in yeah, that? Yeah, that one, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, so, so it's that sort of humor. <clears throat> so it, it has a balancing act to do between making it funny, but making it real mm -hmm. life. And I think they really find that because the drama is there. Like you feel... Oh like this middle age trying to deal with like divorce uh or jobs that you hate or people in your jobs that you hate and then you have two friends that when they were younger they were quite destructive together they got up to a lot of nonsense now take that many years later and have them pick up where they le left off and kind of going through a midlife crisis uh, and that's what you get in this so from what i've seen they're good and bad for each other but they kind of need it uh they need a few nights out to be wild because they've kind of got stuck in a rut in their life or their life is really sucky so they're going to get up into get up to some crap and nonsense but it works because it's them too like you really believe them together mm. uh so i'm just i was so happy that like ah finally seth he's done something that is it's not forced laughter He's not forcing his laugh <laughs> that laugh works when it's genuinely funny and he's being real um other than that, you get all those early films that people liked, but then he kept doing them and they were like, yeah, yeah, we're over that now. Yeah, that's yeah. There, there's a, there's several actors like that, that when they're forcing their comedy or when it, you know, I, it, for me, it just doesn't work. But then when you watch them in something dramatic and mm -hmm. they get to naturally be funny, yeah. like like i can't stop laughing because it's like yeah. wow you're so good at that this is what yeah. you really should be doing <laughs> i haven't even said what it is it's platonic uh, yeah. and you can find it on apple <laughs> <laughs> that's cool okay is it is that a weekly release 
I don't think so. Okay. I um, haven't I haven't started watching. I just have not had the opportunity yet. So. Yeah, let me double check. I'm on there now. <clears throat> it finishes on July 12th. Okay. So it is oh, weekly. It How is long weekly. are the episodes? Are they more than 30 or are they 30-ish? Um, they... I'm trying to think. Um, no, they're 30 minutes, like 31 minutes-ish. Oh, okay. Yeah. So not okay. too long. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so that's plat- platonic. I'll mention one more. Okay. Uh, there was <clears throat> an animated series called Clone High that came out in 2003, hmm. I think. Okay. Let me just double check. Uh, 2002, uh, created by Will Forte and Phil Lord, you know, kind of geniuses in the industry. It was cancelled. It only had one season. It was cancelled because basically in the first season, they had a depiction of... Um, there was a character I'm trying to think of. Who was the character? Uh, they basically have historical figures that are cloned and attend a high school. Um, <laughs> Weird. Which is okay. a really interesting and different... I guess that's a different uh, story. But like in the first season, you had Marilyn Manson, Michael J. Fox, Jack Black, Zach Braff. Uh, like these names are crazy. Uh, Donald Faison, Andy Dick... Michael McDonald, obviously Will Will Forte and Phil Lord, uh, Christina, and the characters they're playing is like Joan of Arc, Abe Lincoln, Gandhi. That's the one I'm trying to remember, Gandhi. So their depiction of Gandhi upset the people of the nation so much that they went on a hunger strike. And so uh, they actually cancelled because of that. So then we fast forward to now... And we have season two, and you're thinking, how on earth did they get it? <laughs> Basically, what they've done is uh, they were all in ice, and they they thaw them out, but they just don't thaw Gandhi out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they circumnavigate. They just leave him in the ice. Okay, so what makes this work? This is a really tricky thing to navigate. Bringing back a series that was that was role loved and had its niche audience. Mm-hmm. But you've got to take one that worked 20 years ago and make it work now. If you try and recreate that from 20 years ago, it won't work. So many films mm-hmm. and TV series are trying to do that. So what they, they've done, they've taken the characters that we know and love and made them all fishes out of water with today's stuff. So they're, they don't know about technology and tablets, uh, the, the whole thing about being cancelled. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. cancel you because you said all the very... Uh, you know how extreme we've gotten with what is right and you can't say that sort of thing and you know uh, stuff that was totally sexist and bad to say back in the day in 2000 but was accepted because that was the comedy of the day now that you couldn't say and they make all our characters go through that which is hilarious it works really well it's it's actually actually funny Uh, so seeing all of these characters like Confucius, uh, Joan of Arc again, Abe Lincoln, JFK. It's not them because they're clones of it. And then they they deal with new new clones that are modern, that have um, been brought in to see how these old clones react. It's like a big science experiment. Uh, and it's absolutely brilliant. Like, it actually works. <laughs> what What is it on? I'm so sorry. It's a Max no? original. 
Oh, really? Okay. Okay. Mm. So they can definitely be edgier. Yes. And <laughs> that's it's it's so good. I love. I'm curious at how how well it's going to be received because the, depending on who was watching it originally, mm. you know, will they still want to watch it now? And then will yeah, I don't know. current audiences, you know, yeah. pick up on it or I, I like I it, it's funny the concept is funny. Uh, <laughs> Can you watch season one? Is that available or is it? Yeah, I think it's it must oh. be on HBO, right? Uh, must be on Max, which is what yeah. they call it now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's <laughs> so good. I, I'm well. I wonder too if now by leaving Gandhi in ice, if that is also going to be found to be offensive, which I could see that it could be. <laughs> yeah. Again, lead to it. It, uh, it might, yeah. But it's there now, so I'm, nice. I'm I'm glad they've had the balls to do it. So it's good. That's funny. Okay, mm. I'll have to I'll have to just check it out, just to you know casually watch and see what I how it resonates with me. But that'd be fun. I mean, it's a great concept. Right. It's awesome. <laughs> really good concept. Nice. Okay. Any anything? I else? do have them, but I'm not I'm not gonna it's enough. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Be that way with old. That's all right. We are so glad that you have continued to join us on this. Uh coming up in this segment of the podcast, we are going to talk about a movie that we both watched um this week. It is a doozy. That was something that was recommended to us, and, well, we watched. Um, <laughs> we're also going to touch on the thing that did not make our list um, this week, and I'm very curious at what Ruben's is because I know he watched several things, and so it will be interesting to see what uh, what he has to talk about there. We will also hit upon news and uh, the some of the things that are coming out this is next week that we're looking forward to. Before we do all of that, though, just want to remind you that we have the Patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash thebeardedones, where for a pound a month, you can uh, get access to all kinds of nonsense and silliness and information um, from movie reviews to rankings to jokes and uh, just stories about life. Uh, we have coming up this week, uh, we did a, a special um, one where we did our top five of the bottom 250 of IMDb. And so we had a special guest there from uh, one of the tiers of our, our Patreon. And everybody will get to see that, whoever's within um, that. And not just that tier, but everybody who's on Patreon gets to see that. Um, but yeah, the, the cost dollar pound not a dollar a pound a month um that that goes to help just offset the costs of this production uh wherever you happen to be listening to podcasts we would appreciate it if you could rate and review us helps us uh just i think spread the word a little bit it gains popularity that way and more people get to hear about it which um we just yeah anyway there you go and head over to youtube at some point please Check out Ruben's page uh, with the Ruby Tuesday. Me, Chris, movies and munchies. Okay, enough of that. Housekeeping out of the way. Ruben, the movie that we watched this week, I I didn't think I had seen it. And mm. then as I started watching it, I realized I had seen it. <laughs> oh, it is the 
I, I'm not even sure the right adjective to put. So we're just going to say it's a movie <laughs> and it is, it's, it's a sequel. Um, and by the title, this is why I watched it the first time, uh, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. <laughs> this was your first time watching it, wasn't it? Yes. And it'll be my last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tell me about it. What was your experience? <laughs> How do you how do you explain this? I actually like the design of Sharktopus. I actually right? think it works, <laughs> <laughs> which is bonkers. But the acting, my word, the acting! Like I can I can deal with bad CG, and at times I was just like, that's not too bad considering the the budget that they've got. Like I get, and then sometimes it's absolutely just awful, awful, awful. <laughs> Like, I was just like, wow, how did that get past your editing? Mm. Uh, but Conan and Brian is in this. <laughs> Such a good volleyball scene. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he knows exactly what movie he's in. Yeah, 100%. The, the thing is, it does seem like they take themselves quite seriously. <laughs> it's like sometimes yeah. it's tongue in cheek, but sometimes it's not. They didn't quite know what they wanted to do with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Carradine, um, mm. who is the one of the main antagonists, I guess we would put him in. Prot I don't know where he fits in there, but he's he's one of the main players. You'd recognize him from Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Um, he and that's when when that scene came on right at the very beginning. I was like, oh, yep, I have seen this. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's there's points in this where you you gotta wonder, did they know what movie they were doing? Because, I mean, come on. If you looked at the title, Sharktopus versus Terracuda, <laughs> th there's no way in the world that you go, this is going to be top tier. <laughs> yeah. No. You expect it to be bad. And it needs to be yeah. bad to yeah. be fun. Yeah. Uh, did you have fun with it, though? Some some of it. I, I okay. still, even though it was an hour and a half, I felt the time. Like, yeah. I was just like, oh. Like some of the scenes went on way too long. I think they thought it was funny. There, there's a couple, there's a woman couple. Sorry, as a helicopter flies past, there's mm -hmm. a the the couple on holiday. I wanted them to die so much. Yes. Like seriously, th that scene was too long, and they were too annoying. It was pointless. It didn't further the story at all. Mm -hmm. I just really wanted them to die viscerally and horribly. Yeah. yeah, which is really the reason that we watch this, right? You you just want to see the, the death yeah. and destruction. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and before this movie, I watched. Now, I've never seen the original Sharktopus, which, right. whatever. Um, the first one I watched though was Sharktopus versus Werewolf, and ah. I watched it because of the title. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it's a great title. Why wouldn't you? Right. Well, that movie was boring. Oh no. So this one was at least. Okay, no, so this one was better than that one? Th this one was better than that one, yeah. Wow. Which, I, I, mm, <laughs> I don't know where you put that on that list. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, I agree with you. I did feel the time. There, There's extended scenes. Um, some of the scenes that go on for a little too long actually are, are stupid, um, but I, I kind of liked them because of how stupid they were. Um, like, mm. we have a, a helicopter crash at one point, and you, you see these people in the water, and... The, the editing is just terrible. Oh. Um, but what's even stranger is the production lasted three years and the producer, Roger Gorman, said it was a grueling shoot. What? 
it looks like it was shot over a weekend with somebody's handy cam right <laughs> is, i mean oh okay cgi is mostly mostly terrible sometimes it's abysmal mm-hmm. um but it's exactly which i think you think it's gonna be i mean it's these digital you know <laughs> overlays i mean it's so so obviously not even close to being realistic yeah. um like you i like I like the design of Sharktopus. I think mm. it's actually a genius idea. Whoever came up with that was mm. like, oh, that that's really creative and that's, that's I mean it's really stupidly funny. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. The Terracuda in concept, I like it. It needs um, to it needs to be more outlandish. Like the whole the wolf Terracuda is a thing that you totally think is probably real. It's a flying fish, right? Yeah. That that's really yeah, all exactly. it is. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the the the, the whale wolf, I mean come whale on. Wolf, come on. Yeah. That's that's great. <laughs> Well done. Yeah, when, when you combine two things that just should not be combined, that's <laughs> yeah. what you. Yeah, I love that. This was filmed in Dominican Republic, which I'm presuming is because of a tax break. <laughs> Probably, yes. Um, yes. It has an extra title with Jurassic Wars, so I'm guessing there's a whole bunch of movies in this subtitle: Jurassic Wars, Sharktopus versus Terracuda. Hmm. Oh. I didn't realize that. I knew there was there were a few Sharktopus movies, mm. so. Um, yeah, I, the dialogue is, it, it's hard to watch this movie. Like, I found myself the, on the second watch because I had seen it before. I was actually skipping through it some because. Yeah, I don't blame it, you. It was tough to watch a second time. Um, there are these dumb movies like this that I will rewatch mm. because they do it so much better. You know, I mean, this is not the worst of the worst. Um, but I think of like, um, what's the East Beaster day? Oh, yes. <laughs> Gosh, it's so stupid. It but, is. but I rewatched it a couple of times and I can get through most of it. Um, You've watched it a couple <laughs> of times. Wow. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Not a glowing recommendation for us, but it is a movie. Um, and it has I, a runtime. <laughs> it does, yes. I I saw it on, uh, was it Freebie, I think, within mm. Amazon? Is that what you saw it on? Um, yeah, mine's just on Prime. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, mine had ads, okay. um, which was... Was even worse. <laughs> or give well, me a break I don't know. It was a, re- it was a reprieve. <laughs> so, <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So yeah, there you go. Check that out if you want. Um, I am curious though, if you have you seen the original Sharktopus? Is that worth watching? Um, <laughs> do they get progressively better or worse? Which if it's if we, if Whale Wolf is better than Sharktopus, that that is just terrible. So yeah, I I can't I can't <clears throat> see this getting better. Surely it's gotten worse. Yeah, or at least stagnated. <laughs> Yeah, shocked to push in stagnated water. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Great. Okay, you want to talk about uh, the thing that did not make our list, or even possibly the worst thing we watched this week? Yeah, sure. What was on your list? Um, th- this movie it just came to Hulu. Now it had a it had a theatrical release. Um, I I watched the trailer and wasn't like a hundred percent like oh my gosh yes i absolutely have to watch this but it has olivia coleman in it and so that was like 
Okay. And it's Olivia it's Coleman. A, yeah. And it's an Irish movie. Oh. So that also, like for me, clicked it up a little bit. So I was like, oh, okay, I want to see more of this. Or mm. I'm curious to see it. It's called Joyride. And it's um, basically this kid whose mom has died um, and his dad's just a terrible person. He goes on, the boy goes on the run and accidentally kidnaps a woman and her baby that were waiting in a taxi. And he drives off with her. And then what happens is that then, which is Olivia Coleman, bless you, bless you. One more. Go for three. Go for three. <laughs> yes. Wow. Success. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hagendaz Gajuntait. Bless you. Um, so Olivia Coleman is the woman with the baby. She's actually right. going to give the baby away. Um, so you have this emotional journey as we go along because Olivia Coleman is older um, and she has this baby. She's not really emotionally prepared to care for it hmm. and then this boy who's a young teenager he might be i don't know 12 something like that he's um he's very headstrong he's very witty but he's also very street smart um, right. and tough and so they they bicker back and forth and um but they're a good match for each other because the boy softens olivia coleman's character hmm. and olivia coleman's character softens the boy um because of what he's been lacking in his life and even though she's not really prepared to be a mom um she inadvertently kind of fills that role um it it's a it's a like a road trip movie kind of and they they encounter moments that are just stupid or silly or, or obstacles that they have to overcome um the dad of the boy is always pursuing them so there's this kind of this this tension there um it's not like the movie is bad okay this hmm. isn't the worst thing i watched this week but it's just when it ended i was kind of like hmm i i guess it has a good ending but also it's kind of melancholy a little bit because while there is resolution and while people like things work out for the most mm. part, it's not necessarily the happy ending that I don't know. It, okay. The acting is good for, for what it is. I mean, the it's really the, the chemistry between, and the boy is played by uh, Charlie Reed. It's first and time. It's his first credit. Is his first role. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I've never seen him before, but they, he and Olivia Coleman, they're great together. I mean, they're they barb for barb, snark for snark, mm. back and forth, but then also have these very, very touching moments. And they just, yeah. So it's on Hulu in the US. Um, I don't know where else it, you know, it came out in 2022. So it fine for a casual watch, I think, but I'm not sure that it's well. I know it's not something I'll ever watch again. Mm. Um, one of the one of the great surprises, though, for me is that at one point, um, what's it? I don't remember. I don't know his name, but in Dairy Girls, yeah, Jerry, the husband oh. who's always just um, you know beaten by the the father-in-law, and damn it, Jerry, um, he has an appearance in this. And uh, it just meant that that made Lach me happy. Lachlan? 
that. Or David Purse. I'm trying to um, think. Seen no, him. it's not David Purse. So it must be Lachlan. Um, maybe? Lachlan. He plays Lachlan. James in Joyride. Uh, he's yeah, an Outlander, lucky man, genius. I'm trying to see if he's in Derek. Oh, no, I, Tommy I Tiernan. See. Okay. Tommy Tiernan is his name. Right. And he's, um, yeah. So he's good. Oh, he was in, he did voices in uh, Wolfwalkers. But oh. Anyway, yeah. I mean, I know yeah. him most from Dairy Girls. And right. then, um, yeah. So anyway, know, there you go. You know how much you love Dairy Girls. Dude, I, <laughs> I've been rewatching it. Just, Have you? you know, episode at a time. Yeah, because it, it just makes me happy. And nice. Michelle! <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to stream right into the microphone. But <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, okay. What's on your list? Yeah, because so this is definitely the worst thing. Okay. I watched this week and surprisingly I had a bunch of comments and everybody agrees with me on this like they were just like why did I waste my time I want my time back this is the worst thing um, <laughs> I think for me the worst thing about this is character decision making I just didn't believe it at all uh, okay so Tin and Tina <laughs> flipping awful after a tragic ab abort, Lola and her husband Adolfo adopt Tin and Tina, two lovely brother and sister with an altruistic Catholic education that makes them interpret Holy Bible verbatim. So when you that take is the Bible, a terrible description, by the way. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not what happens. Basically, a, a woman is unable to have uh, babies anymore. We see a horrific start mm -hmm. to her losing a baby. And so eventually after some really depressing six months, her husband's like, I can't deal with this anymore. We, we need to do something about it. So they go to the local convent, which is literally six kilometers from their house through the woods. And uh, they adopt two blonde haired kids that could totally step out of the shining. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, or they, children of the corn. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, they're probably the best thing about the movie, to be honest. They're they're creepy. They have presence. The way they talk with each other, sometimes over each other, or finish each other's sentences, like all that kind of stuff. That that mm -hmm. works well. I just didn't buy, especially the the way the the female wife is written. Like her buying that. <laughs> the the film wants you to. <laughs> it doesn't end. Like this is what happened, or this is what happened. It ends with you can decide yourself whether the the twins were evil and just using the bible as a, a a get out of jail free card by following or um the twins are good and they were just bible bashed into thinking this is what they should be doing and for me i know my decision of what i think they were but i just didn't buy the wife's motivations of i when she was she did certain things or didn't do certain things I was just like, wow, um, there's no ways, there's no ways. Kirsten watched it with me and she was just shouting at the screams like, come on, like that's, you wouldn't, you would leave, you would burn the house down or you would get rid of those things. Uh, <laughs> I could tell that you enjoyed it more, more than uh, we did. Uh, yes. Um, it, it, mm, I loved the emotional confusion that it created within me. <laughs> because okay. 
like you look at the kids and you know something's off or at least you feel something's off and then it has this monster religious overtone and just the zealotry that that comes from these kids Mm. and they do horrific things Mm -hmm. but there's an innocence to them also and that 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 question of are they innocent no are they not they're seven years old i remember my seven year old seven year olds they are smart they they're playing innocent but not for a second do i believe they're actually innocent i don't buy it well sure sure but think about this though your kids at seven years old have grown up in a stable household Mm -hmm. they've grown up with you know with, with parents that are attentive that are you know not not indoctrinating them into we, some we indoctrinated them into christianity well so. but but probably not to the degree like this was no for sure yeah okay so this is extremism right and so you have this this nun who is um fanatical really yeah. i mean you know she walks around barefoot she's it looked like a cobra on yeah the, i like the nun a lot cane. she's great <laughs> yeah if anybody evil in this one i'm going to say it's her but so i um so see i buy that because i'm like I, they don't necessarily know right from wrong in the traditional sense because their their entire framing of right and wrong mm. has been through a perversion of scripture yeah you know what i mean and so do you blame the children for doing this or do you blame the upbringing um even though for us living on the outside of this we would go whoa wait a minute mm. uh common sense dictates that you would not do this this is not but if you don't know that if the only thing you've ever been told is that this is how you purify somebody this is how you rid somebody of their sins and that is the most important thing ever then you, you know does that make sense that yeah you but don't agree a, with me but there's a dog a bit <laughs> And from that point on, it was like, no, they're evil. I, I, I wish that I wish it hadn't have shown the dog afterwards. I didn't mm. need that. Like mm. I loved the scene before. I mean, I, I was horrified. Let me tell you, I, I loved the way it was framed and shot and created. Yeah, because we didn't it, need to see it the way they, yeah, kind of shadow uh, couch you, in the way. Yeah, but you, you still hear everything. Get the nastiness. The, yeah. Yeah, I didn't need to, I didn't need the visual because mm. it painted such a visceral picture already without showing it to me. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I I get why you didn't like it. I was I was I wasn't I sure think, where I was landing at the I end of it. I think there were so many nods and religious overtones to either they were evil or they were so drinking the Kool Aid that they were going to do nasty things because they believe the Bible told themselves. But that still makes mm. me think that they're evil and she should have done something about the kids straight away. So there there are some, uh, what, do you, what do you call, foreshadowing moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when they put a crown on the father's head. Oh, yeah. I knew exactly, like, come on, we know what's going to happen, right? Yeah. And then it even kind of sim- symbolizes that. Now, I believe that they were there in the house at the end. Okay. Uh, even though the, the nun said they weren't. Um, there's the, the car screeches to a halt because something passes by in front of them. We couldn't see it, whether it was a deer or it was kids running. But the foreshadowing of that moment was, hey, how far? Them asking. So they were planning from then 
how long it would take them to get back to the convent. There's so much that goes into this. I was like, if it's premeditated and they've mm -hmm. been planning it all along, then I don't buy it. Like, uh, well, I buy that there might have been conditioned, but I buy that they're using it as a as a thing. A MacGuffin. Oh, okay, yeah, and, and that doesn't that doesn't elevate it then for you to have have these these evil kids being used as a device. No. I just, no? I, yeah. I wanted it, if they were evil, and that's what they were saying, I wanted it to really lean into the supernatural, and it hinted at there being supernatural, but it didn't ever go there. So I, don't, I didn't f feel like it knew what it wanted to be, because it was kind of putting its foot in the, in the supernatural, giving us that atmosphere, pretending that there's something evil about them, and then it wasn't. It was just two kids that had been indoctrinated. And I guess it plays with both of those. I didn't think any of the acting was terrible i thought they were all fine it was just i just felt really annoyed when i got to the end i was just like this, sure. this film sucked <laughs> i i would have been pissed if they had gone into the supernatural oh really because, okay, that's interesting. because yeah because everything was grounded mm. you know because everything we saw was physical now they 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 believe in in their their upbringing to such a degree you know what i mean that it's extremism mm. but but had it gone that way, then it would have um, it would have opened the opportunity. Then, if you believe that the kids are evil, mm. to absolve them of that, yeah. you know what I mean? Because it's it, it's something else that's going on. So, yeah. mm, no, I, I get why you didn't like it. Mm. But yeah, I mean, like the woman not being able to, she she changed her mind a lot. I mean, she was definitely broken as a woman. Oh yeah. She yeah. was all over the place. And the fact mm -hmm. that she couldn't throw kids off that were on her. Like, there were moments I was like, just come on. If you're fighting them off, you could easily. They're very small. I know she's frail, but you're an adult. Like. Yeah. Uh, well, but but it could go. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, from a from a realistic standpoint, yeah, you could definitely do that. But there's also the do they. Um, is she broken? Oh, well, she is uh, broken. But is it it is it that preventing her from fighting back mm. so that's know? why i thought that we we're going to lean into the supernatural because i thought if mm. she didn't have the strength then do the kids have extra strength to be holding a sack over their head and that's part of what i thought they were also leaning into the supernatural with the whole sack because what was that that they were seeing the asphyxiation led them to hear the holy spirit that's not in the bible anyway i don't know what the hell that was where did they get that from well and see, that's just the deranged. I mean, or it could be just the the God will speak to you. you the know, angel in, of death, but that's not what they called it. They called it the angel of something. That 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 was their thing that would come. That's why they had all the crosses up. Yeah, and they're going to yeah. give you yeah. a miracle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So and then yeah, she I, was pregnant. She shouldn't have been able to because they had to take everything out. Supernatural. Well, no, I, I don't think they gave her a hysterectomy. I thought it was just she was just scarred. All right. Well, the, the, how I understood mm -hmm. it was that she would un be unable to fall pregnant any longer. Yeah, yeah. That's what. We're, yeah, that's what we're told at the beginning. But I think, mm -hmm. I mean, we doctors get that wrong, you know, and people are get get pregnant, you know, despite things all the time. So that I mean, that for me, that didn't. Yeah, like, that didn't bother me, and it didn't. It felt more coincidental than um mm. than something that the child or she wished for 
mm. you know. So it, um, if it was just that, but then like coupled with the other things, like the crosses, they're like leaning on the angel, the sack over their head, the situation of what they they see, like all the things were like for me, it was pointing towards the supernatural. So mm. I was like, and then then never went there. So I was sure. like, uh, uh, okay, but uh, I can see what you're saying from like it, it, then it wouldn't have felt grounded at all either. So. Mm. interesting mm. <laughs> <laughs> well i would love to know whoever i mean you obviously got i haven't seen any of the comments on my review yet but um mm. just what uh what people thought you know i mean obviously they're they agreed with you that it was a waste of time it's, i do remember it's unusual well, for like normally I, I review stuff and like people were like mixed but 90 percent of my comments are like yeah no this sucked so i was very well, surprised well, I think too, you know, I mean, for me, honestly, my score went up because mm. I watched it and I didn't do my review for like eight hours. Oh, so I, so I thought sat about with it. it. Yeah. yeah. Sat with okay. it for a long time. And as I was just putting thoughts together, I'm like, well, cause at the, at my initial reaction after it, after I, I turned it off was like, Hmm, I don't know. I don't know mm. if I like that. But then the more I thought about it and worked through it it raised it for me not necessarily that's that everybody else is going to like it but yeah. yeah no that's that's a it's a valid point because i often will do a review straight away like after i've just mm -hmm. seen it yeah uh, but sometimes when you sit with things it does you you think of things after the fact yeah it's not it's not going to be the way for this film but <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, <laughs> you are entitled to your wrong opinion, so there you go. <laughs> yes, I am. I'll stick to it. According to Rotten Tomatoes, is it a thirteen percent? Well, no, it's gone up to twenty nine. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so oh wow. So yeah. Okay. But also, only three people on Rotten Tomato critics have reviewed it, so it has no score. <laughs> mm, I'm one of those people, I think. So there you go. Oh, did you review it on there? Okay, cool. I, yeah. Yes, you are. I see you. Uh, <laughs> three point five. Uh, Someone gave it four. <sighs> Wait, did I give that three and a half? I only saw three on there. Oh, no, no, no. Did I give it three? On 3. Your, 5 yeah, or I think three? you gave it 3.5. Oh, I don't think review. that's right. I may have to fix that. Because I thought I gave... <laughs> I, well, now I'm all confused. What did I give the score? Did I... Oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, see, that's why I was confused. <laughs> it's like, it, it, I mean, I gave it, it I gave it, I thought I gave it three. So that mm. would be. Well, that would be more ac accurate to how you were feeling about it, I think. Yeah. I think I, I, think I gave it one and a half, so. Oh, well. Okay, no, no, I gave it three. I gave it three out of <laughs> hey, five. You gave it three. Okay, okay cool, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, should we move on to news? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Um, I don't have very I, much. But. I have one one piece of news. Oh, okay. Well, this will be a quick news thing then. Okay, go yeah. for it. What you got? Okay. Uh, John Wick 5 is in pre-production. <laughs> okay, so we have two bits of news then because that was one of mine. Um, <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this because some people brought this up on Twitter. Yeah. And like you and I are huge, huge fans of, fans of the, the series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. After seeing John Wick 4 though, do mm. you want 5? I don't know. Like, it, it, it is a good question to ask. Do we even need five? But some other people mentioned that he's had way worse injuries than he did at the end of four and come back from that. So I don't think it's a question of, is he alive? I think, yeah, it, totally. If you're living in the world, John Wick, 
I wouldn't be surprised sure. if he's alive. Yeah. But also, it was quite a nice f- finishing moment for him. Like, okay, so let's say he's alive, but he gets out of the world and then he just goes and lives the rest of his life. Uh, they've already, you know, we're getting the Continental. The Ballerina's out next year. Mm-hmm. The, the world, they're doing spin-offs and shoots and, and their Lionsgate has said that they've got a lot more coming uh, from that world, which is great. Yeah. But maybe allow Keanu Reeves to direct or like, I don't know. I mean, I'll watch it anyway, if there's five, but it'd have to be a damn good story because the story's kind of done now with the high tables. I don't know where you would go with it. It would have to be him kind of helping out somebody else with a personal connection. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it, you can't keep dragging out the, they, you know, they draw me back in and, and I'm, you know, like you've killed so many people. Like at what point are you the enemy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would totally watch uh, Shamir Anderson as Mr. Nobody. Yes, um, I would. Yes, cool. you want to do Give a spinoff of him? Give me yeah, three of take, those. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there, yeah. There's a lot of other ways we could go with this, I, and mm. I agree. Like, I will watch it, but I, I love, I love the conclusion of this arc, mm. and and we watch, regardless if he's alive or not. Mm. There's a piece to it, you know. Yeah. And that's okay. We're good. We, we, he's finally at peace. That's all we needed. That's all he's been going for after yeah. he, you know, you, you took his dog. So, <laughs> um, okay. My, my, my other bit of news, and I'm not sure how widely released this is yet or how much it's affecting people, but it did affect me already. Um, Netflix, they've been talking about ending the password sharing, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And on my account, when I, I logged into my TV, it said you have to confirm this account. Um, oh. So are you so, sharing it with people like from Romania then? No, no. <laughs> I mean, we like my, my son and his wife. Yeah. Um, use it. Yeah. So now they have to get their own one and pay more. Yeah. They'll have to get. Yeah. Which the, the tweets have been outstanding because like see, even Blockbuster. I was literally um, going to say, did you see Blockbuster's one? blockbuster trolled netflix prime um, video trolled netflix i mean it's great it's it's (laughs) and then also also pulling up netflix's old tweets about how um uh password sharing is love yeah you know i mean netflix actually put that out at one point yeah and now for them to retract on that and go the other way so anyway i'm just i'm curious how how much that has spread out yet there's Mm. still questions i have because um, you know, if I had a kid who was going to college mm-hmm. and they were, you know, away at college, yeah, why would they need to get their own account? I think this is going to cost them massively. I mean, literally, my parents have just this week, well, last week, canceled Netflix and got an Apple instead yeah. because of the quality of the program of Apple and they don't have password sharing issues or Disney, mm-hmm. as far as I'm aware, don't do that either. So, yeah, no, nobody else does. Nobody so else. So it's, it, it's. I think, you know, because Netflix did this because they lost so many subscribers and they needed, and the, that's when they but also it wasn't introduced the, the ad sharing program. that lost them. The <laughs> no, it was not. It was, no. it was decision making and it was show programming and it stuff like that. It was their number of series they canceled yeah. and the amount of crap that they bought. Yep. That's yep. put those two things <laughs> together. <laughs> exactly. Well, and I think you're right. I think this is actually going to lead to a larger subscriber loss. It will. Yeah. It's a so, bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Okay. Well, that's all yeah. the news I had. So there you go. Yeah. That's all the news you had. Yep. Yeah. Well, slow news week. That's okay. Slow news. <laughs> um, coming up this week, what what are some of the things that are on your your like? Ooh, can't wait. Um, but 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 I don't know what I'm saying. There's a lot. <laughs> of big titles coming out on uh, Apple talking about like great quality. Mm. Uh, but they're, they're still like a bit in the future, but I know there's oh, one called yeah. the, the crowded room. Mm-hmm. I, th- I believe that comes out second uh, of June or this in June the 9th. It starts, but the embargo yeah. releases on second of June. Um, and uh, the only reason why that I was interested in that was because it's got, um, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he genuinely goes for like quality, I think, or he gets mm-hmm. really good projects to be involved in. And this is a TV series, so there's ten episodes and runs all the way to July twenty eighth. Nice, um, but yeah, starting really soon. So I would give that a go. Foundation is coming up soon. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. Uh, what what have you got? Uh, well, across the Spider Verse. Oh yes, that, is week. that this week? It is, yeah. I get to see it on Tuesday. Oh, um, I'm not I'm driving into San Francisco to see it, so I'm excited about that. Nice. Um, there is a documentary hitting Prime, and I've already watched it. Um, it's called Shiny Happy People, um, and then there's a subtitle, something about the Duggars. Do you remember that show on like TLC, the Duggars, who had like 20 kids or something like that? They're fundamentalist, weirdo, wacko, religious people. No. Yeah. This uh, this movie was, or this, was it a series? I'm trying to remember. It was a series, a couple episodes, uh, four episodes, I think. Triggering for me because it, um, and my wife, because it, it pulls up things that we encountered as teenagers interesting and so yeah it is um it's messed up um and it's it's less about the duggars even though they're the the like the impetus for beginning it but it actually takes a different uh turn and so it Mm. it has a, a broader reaching um cautionary tale i guess information but where's that coming uh prime prime okay yeah on friday i think or thursday night something like that yeah interesting um there's another horror release i don't know if it's out in the u.s already but on june the second the boogeyman comes out oh does it really come out oh i want to see this Mm. it's directed by rob savage the girl that's the the main uh protagonist she's in um yellow jackets oh so and i like her in yellow jackets so Nice. Yeah, I've heard mixed reactions, but from the people that really enjoyed it, said it was actually scary. So, mm. Mm. cool. Uh, there's a. I think it's Australian. Um, it's it's a series coming to Prime called Deadlock. Mm. Dead. It's probably Deadlock, but L O C H. So right. like Loch, you know, the Loch Ness. Um, anyway, it's. I think it's a like a crime drama type of thing. Mm. So I'm, which is. Yep, all me right there. Totally can't wait for <laughs> can't wait for that. Nice. Have you heard of uh, the days on Netflix? Uh, no. It's um, it's a series, and it oh, looks yeah. it's a post apocalyptic thing again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, but we'll it is see. Japanese, based on real life. 
TV Ooh. shows based on real life. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Blamed by some, hailed as heroes by others. Those involved with Fukushima Daiichi face a deadly invisible threat, an unprecedented nuclear disaster. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that does sound good. Um, Deadlock. Yes, I have screens for that. Interesting. Cool. Shut up. Seriously? No, I do. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you suck man yeah what the crap um there's a there's a movie coming out on netflix called a beautiful life looks oh. to be like a at least a drama maybe a romance a slight thing in there um, yeah i'll give that a miss yeah i don't know if i'm gonna watch it or not honestly <laughs> scoop though looks good netflix series i have it's, not heard of this ah that comes out on friday it's uh i think it's Indian? Yeah, it's Indian. The shocking murder of a journalist thrusts a leading crime reporter into a nexus of people, media, and the Mumbai underworld as she fights for justice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, that... I'm going to have to check this out and put this on my list. That'll be fun. Okay. And then probably the biggest title for concluding a series that was brought back by Netflix, the final episodes um, are released this Friday the 2nd of Manifest. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, I've been working my way through them again with uh, Kirsten. I don't know if we'll get there in time, but yeah, the these are the ones that people have been waiting for to finally wrap up that story, which is so nice for the fan base. Yeah. Yeah, I've never... Did I watch? I think I've watched part of the first episode mm. of season one. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to get through now. This is the fourth season, so. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. but you're enjoying it? I mean, you yeah. like it? Yeah. Nice. It's it's okay. easy watching. You don't have to think too hard, but yeah, it's it's fun. Mm. It's good. Cool. Mm. Um, have you, did you watch the series on Prime called With Love? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I haven't either, but uh, the second mm. season is coming out this week. In case anybody wants to know cares <laughs> so yeah um i'm i'm interested in scoop though you've you've intrigued me right so, that might be on your list then yeah it's gonna be that's that's outstanding i didn't even know about it so um anything else no that's me done okay yeah i don't have anything else that that bubbled up or even that i'm aware of okay. uh so hey we thank you for uh, tuning in for listening um you know we hope that you have been entertained please uh rate and review us wherever you happen to be listening to to this podcast also don't forget to head over to our individual youtube channels ruben with the ruby tuesday me chris movies and munchies and also uh don't forget about our patreon opportunity at patreon.com slash the bearded ones pound a month is that entry point to just a ton of content and even if you're just curious about what some of it is we have some of it that's outside the paywall so go ahead and uh just head over there see if that's something that you like there is a drinking game that is coming up very soon um and new content being posted constantly so with that hey we really thank you and we hope you have a great weekend and we'll see you next time okay take care